Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. It's called Global for a reason. Check it out. We've got prayer hubs all over the world. Maybe you are our next prayer hub leader. Our church services at our global headquarters are at 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. Sundays. Check it out. Two different church services, two different experiences, two different worship teams, two different messages. Stay for both. You'll be better off for it. God is good. I'm the founder of the Ignite Prophetic Network, IgniteNow.org. Listen, I'm going to be doing some private prophetic training for my friends in Europe. If you're my friend in Europe, reach out. Make sure you're on my mailing list. We're going to be doing that pretty soon. Just for those in Europe, there's something on my heart for Europe. There's some things I want to share that's pertaining to you with regard to the prophetic. So please connect with me. Get on that mailing list, JenniferLeClaire.org is where you'll find it. Amen. I'm the author of our devotional, Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, The Warfare Will Make You Stronger. Come on. Here's what I heard the Lord say. I will not let you down. I will take you through this and I will take you over this, says the Lord. I will position you on the mountaintop where you can sing my praises and you will be stronger for the warfare that you find yourself in. You will be stronger for the season of affliction that you're walking through. It will not kill you, says the Lord. Your flesh may be dying and your soul may be aching, but it will not kill you. It will make you stronger. Lean on me when the enemy attacks make you feel weak. I am your strength, says the spirit of the living God. I wish I could get three people to say amen. You got to understand the season, the time that you are in. Isaiah 43, 2, 2 Corinthians 4, 17, Isaiah 12, 2. These are your scriptures. Read them. War with them. Prayer starter and decree, Father, strengthen me 
and I will be strengthened. Put a new song in my heart and I will rejoice in you despite the incessant attacks upon my life. You are my deliverer. I decree my strength is increasing with every swing of the sword. I declare greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world in Jesus name. Father, we thank you today. You are seated on the throne. You're not resting, sleeping, slumbering. You're not unable to hear our cries, but you are the God of the universe and you are seated on the throne high above the circle of the earth. You are immovable. You are unshakable. You are our father and you're a good father. You're a good God. All of your intentions toward us are good. All of your motivations are good. All of your thoughts towards us are good and they are innumerable. You're thinking about us all the time, thinking about how to grow us up, thinking about how to bless us, thinking about how to move us forward, thinking about how to heal us, thinking about how to deliver us. You have a plan and a purpose for our lives, and it's a good plan. It's a good purpose. It's a good expectation, a good outcome. Father, we ask you this morning to forgive us to cleanse us from unrighteousness because we're about to do some warfare today. And we don't want to go in without clean hands and a pure heart. And we know that we do things every day that grieve your spirit. We know that we say dumb stuff and we complain more than we should because we shouldn't complain at all. We know that we think wrong thoughts and we're not quick enough to cast down the vain imaginations. We know that we grieve you with sins of omission and sins of commission. But we also know that if we come to you, If we confess our sins, you are faithful. You are just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us, to wash us white as snow with the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus, the priceless blood of Jesus. We were bought with a price that was priceless. The blood of the lamb, the sinless one. So father, we ask you to forgive us, to cleanse us, to wash us with the water of your word and we will be clean. Standing in your presence, clean hands, a pure heart, listening to your instructions, hearing your commands, obeying your commands. That is our heart posture. That is where we stand this morning, ready to run to the battle line, ready to swing the sword, ready to decree a thing and see it established. We're ready. We're ready because we're saying today that enough is enough. We are saying today that enough is enough. We are your battle axe, but this battle is yours, God. This battle is yours, God. This battle, it belongs to you. We're just soldiers in your army. You are the great commander. You are the captain of the hosts. You are the the creator, Elohim. You created everything for your glory. You are the glorious warrior God. So we put our trust in you today. We come boldly to the throne of God today to find grace, to obtain mercy, to help in a time of need. God, you see the warfare that has risen up against us. It does not surprise you. You saw the enemy slithering up behind us. It did not catch you off guard. You see all things and you know all things. So God, would you let us in on what we can't see? Would you help us to see what we have not seen? Help us to discern the demon powers that are crouching at our door. Would you help us, Lord, to discern a thing, to see a thing, to know a thing? 
so we can swing our sword at that thing. You have given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. You have set us up for success in every battle. You never intend for us to lose. You never intend for us to be back on our heels. You never intend for us to go run and hide under a bush. But you've called us to occupy until you come. You've called us to possess the land that you have put before us. So we're armoring up. With your armor, (laughs) we are armoring up with your armor, the very armor of God. It is impenetrable. Come on. Do you really think that God's armor can be penetrated? Put it on. The very armor of God. God's armor. He has given it to us. He has apportioned it to you. Armor up. Armor up. Armor up before we go into battle. Come on this morning. Armor up. Some of you need to, to, to get into the habit of doing a prophetic act and actually putting on your armor so that you can remember how you walk, so that you can remember how you talk, so that you can remember how you fight. It's with his armor, the helmet of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the helmet of salvation that guards our thoughts. It guards our mind. It guards our head. The enemy comes in. He goes right after our head. That's where he goes first. Every time, right after our head, right after our thoughts, right after our mind, we're strapping it on. That helmet of salvation, we're putting that chin strap right there. We're strapping it on. It may feel a little tight at first because you're not used to wearing it. It might feel a little uncomfortable. It might feel a little heavy on your head because most of you are not used to wearing it. You leave it in your war chest, but put it on. The enemy comes with all kinds of thoughts, vain imaginations, telling you what you can't do. You're exhausted. You'll never make it. You don't have an education. Nobody likes you. Oh, it's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. And pretty soon you're whining (laughs) and complaining and grumbling. Father, we cast down the vain imaginations that tell us what we aren't and what we can't do. And we decree we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. The helmet of salvation, would you please put it on? The breastplate of righteousness, would you please put it on? Come on, I'm having to walk some of you through this today. Some of you don't know how to fight. Some of you don't know how to secure your armor to your body so that you can take the hits, block the hits, (laughs) distribute the hits. Put on that breastplate of righteousness. Just put it on. Know who you are when you step onto the battle line. Know who you are when you press into the fight. Know who you are. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in in the world. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. His righteousness, his righteousness is our righteousness. Christ died to make you righteous in him. It doesn't mean you do everything right. It means you have right standing with God. It means that when you sin, you've got an advocate with God. His name is Jesus Christ and by his blood. You don't have to get it all right because he got it all right. And when you sin, you can repent and close the door to the enemy. Close the door in the devil's face. Slam it shut. Put on that breastplate of righteousness. Put it on. Just put it on and keep it on like body armor, (laughs) like a bulletproof vest. Would you put it on? Put on that belt of truth. Would you put it on? 
Would you put it on? Would you put on that belt of truth? Put it on. When you know the truth, the truth doesn't just set you free. The truth will keep you free to begin with. Come on. If you knew the truth, you wouldn't keep falling into the enemy's traps. If you knew the truth, you wouldn't keep falling into the pit. If you knew the truth, you wouldn't keep losing days, being sorry for yourself and feeling depressed and anxious and overwhelmed. If you knew the truth, you would walk in freedom. Put on the belt of truth. Strap it on you so tight that it's a little uncomfortable, like a, like a, like a belt that's a little too small in the natural. You know that you're wearing a belt because it's a little too tight. Put on the belt of truth so tight that you know you've got it on. Put some strict parameters around what you feed on, what you listen to, and meditate on the word of God. Put it on. Put it on. Put it on. Put on those shoes of peace. Don't let the devil take your shoes. I just saw a picture. Some of you are running around barefoot on the battlefield. Jesus. Some of you are running around barefoot on the battlefield. Some of you are running around barefoot on the battlefield. No wonder you got glass in your foot. You're stepping on bombshells. Put on your shoes of peace. You'll walk right through the middle of the battle without flinching. Without flinching. Come on. Without flinching. Put on your shoes of peace. The devil wants to throw some deception your way. You're like, eh. I feel my belt and I've got these shoes of peace on. I'm dressed. I'm ready. It's bouncing off me. The shield of faith. The shield of faith. I wish I could get some of you to get dressed this morning. The shield of faith. The shield of faith. The shield of faith. He's given it to you. The shield of faith. We don't want to get caught up anymore in the warfare. We want to get caught up with you. We want to get caught up in your spirit. We want to get caught up in your love. We want to get caught up in your emotions. We want to get caught up in your glory. We want to get caught up, God, in you. We don't want to get caught up in the devil's plans anymore. We don't want to get caught up in the devil's devices anymore. We don't want to get caught up in the devil's imaginations anymore. We want to get caught up in your peace. And we want to get caught up in your joy. And we want to get caught up in... Everything that you have and everything that you are, we want to get caught up in you. So, Father, would you help us? Catch us up in your glory. Help us, Lord, to get a new perspective on the warfare. Help us, Lord, to see what we've not seen before. Help us, Lord, to go places in your spirit that we've never been before. Help us, Lord, to catch a new attitude this morning, to take a fresh perspective this morning, to see things like you see them this morning. God, we don't want to walk around looking at things through demon-colored glasses, looking at things the way he wants us to see them, hearing things the way he wants us to hear them, thinking about things the way he wants us to think about them. We don't want to get caught up in this mess anymore, God. We want to rise above it. So lift us up, God. Help us to rise above it. Help us to grab hold of your hands so we can climb in the spirit, ascend in the spirit, clean hands and a pure heart. Who will ascend to the holy hill? Those with clean hands and a pure heart. Would you help us today, God, to go where we've not been before, to see it? So I take authority now over every demonic attack against your life. I take authority now. Come on, we said all that to say this. We did all that to do this. Are you still tracking with me? We did all that to do this. We got all armored up to do this. Listen, I take authority over every demon power that is coming against your life in Jesus' name. I break the powers of every spirit that would dare to stand in your face and try to tell you a lie. I say every lie 
that's been targeting your mind is dismantled and crumbles to the ground in Jesus' name. We take authority in the name of Jesus over every devil, all the hordes of hell, every confederate attack that has been organized and orchestrated against you. We take authority over it and we command it to bow to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We said bow and do it fast. We said bow and do it now. No longer will we tolerate the plans and the purposes of the wicked one, but we will be quick at the onset to stand up against it, to push it back to hell where it came from. We reverse every curse right now in the name of Jesus. I said every curse causeless, it won't land on you, but the witchcraft that was that was wrapped up around the curse that's hitting you, we abolish it. We abolish it. We abolish it in the name of Jesus. We come against it with the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We say no mas, devil. No longer will we cower down. No longer will we shrink back. No longer will we even stand still, but we're going to advance the kingdom. We're going to advance the lamb's agenda. We're going to advance the purposes of God in the earth. We're going to do what God told us to do. Come hell, come high water. Come hell, come high water. Come hell, come high water. We're going for it. No longer will we be stalled. No longer will we be stymied. No longer will we be slowed down, but we're making up for lost time. I said this day. We're making up for lost time. I said this day. We're making up for lost time. I said this day. Ahora mismo. We're making up for lost time. All the time the devil stole. I said it's payback. It's the day of payback. I said you're going to run swiftly today. I said things are going to fall into place today. I said crooked places are going to be made straight today. I said it's going to happen. If I could just get you to believe me. If I could just get you to decree it with me. You'd see a thing. Oh God I decree. We're going to make up for lost time. All the time the devil stole. It's payback day. I said the devil's got to pay back the money. I said the devil's got to pay back the time. I said the devil's got to pay back everything. Everything. Everything he stole. Double for your trouble. Triple for your trial. Sevenfold return. Oh Jesus. I'm not stopping there. I'm looking for the maximum blessing. I'm looking for the maximum interest. I'm looking for the maximum uh, payback. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it and I'm going to find it. How about you? If you'll just rise up, if you'll just armor up, that's the thing. Many of you go to war, but you don't have your armor on. And you wonder why every time you step on the battle line, you get more warfare because you weren't prepared for the fight. It would be like an NBA player skipping all of the preseason training, sitting home in the summer, just eating pork and beans and trying to step onto the court and go toe to toe with LeBron James. I don't think so. The devil's not stupid and he's not powerless. If you're going to go to war, you had better armor up. You had better gird up the loins of your mind. Why do you think you get knocked out so fast? Because you're not prepared to go into the battle. Oh, but I'm in Christ. Oh, but Jesus loves me. Oh, but God is good. Uh-huh. That's why he gave you his armor. And that's why he gave you the sword. And that's why he gave you the grace. And that, come on now. You have to actually fight. You have to actually fight. Oh, but God's going to fight all my battles for me. This is how I fight my battles. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you just keep on singing, honey, while the devil steals everything you got. Yeah, praise is a weapon, but it's not the only weapon. 
And I like that song too. Guess what? But that never gave me a breakthrough. You know what gave me a breakthrough? In the name of Jesus, I speak to that demon power that's holding on to my inheritance. And I say, get your slimy little hands off of it. I break your grip, devil, in the name of Jesus. Get your hands off my family. Oh, I command you to let go now in Jesus. That's how I get my breakthrough. Oh, I feel good when I worship. Don't get me wrong. It is a weapon. Worship in the warfare. Our praise is a weapon. Yeah, we can do that. That feels good. But you know what that does? That seems to strengthen me for the battle. That seems to make a few of the low-level devils flee. But when you're dealing with the principality, it doesn't work that way, honey. You got to keep pressing. You got to keep pushing. You got to have a strong mentality. You got to gird up the loins of your mind. There's a whole generation that believes that if they just worship God, they won't have any warfare. And they're not even in church anymore. Come on, I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. I believe worship can be a weapon. I believe praise can be a weapon. I do. I've taught it. I see it in the Bible. It's in my books. It's in my spiritual warfare training. But there's about 99 other tactics that you can also use. And if all you're doing is worshiping, then you're missing God's strategy because that was not the only strategy that he outlined in the Bible. So, Father, would you help us to use the right weapon at the right time and stop defaulting to what we were taught in kindergarten? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Would you help us, Lord, to to stop binding the same three spirits we always bind every time we get in warfare because we don't have enough discernment to see behind the veil at what's really going on in the second heaven. Would you help us, God? Would you help us, God, to get a holy determination to press through all of the mud, the muck and the mire that the enemy puts in our way to try to cause us to slow down in advancing the kingdom of God? Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's time to say enough is enough. I wish that you'd grab hold today and understand that if you're still in warfare year after year after year after year and you never get a breakthrough, that you are doing something wrong. Am I offending you? I'm not trying to offend you. God's not doing anything wrong. If you never live in it, if you never get a breakthrough, you're doing something wrong. God has given you the weapons of his warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. Maybe you're using the wrong weapon. Maybe you're using the wrong tactic. That's why I did the tactical warfare course. Most of you didn't take and you're still crying about your warfare. When I put all the tools in your hands, Jesus, he's put all the tools in our hands. He's put all the tools in our hands. He's put all the tools in our hands. But we're ignorant of the devil's devices. So we keep fighting the same battles we were fighting 10 years ago. And the enemy is wearing us out. But I decree you're going to be like rubber bands today. And you're going to snap back. Not clap back. Snap back. Not clap back. Snap back. You're going to snap back. You're going to come back. Here's what you have to understand. Here's what you have to catch. Paul was buffeted by a messenger of Satan. This was real. It was a messenger of Satan. That's what he called it in 2 Corinthians 12. A messenger of Satan. He was buffeted by a messenger of Satan. Man, he cried out three times for God to take this thing away. You know he knew how to fight. He's the one that wrote Ephesians 6. 
You know he know how to fight. He wrestled the beast at Ephesus. You know he know how to fight. He cried out to the Lord. Did everything he know to do. Lord, take this thing away from me. God said no. And I could get into a whole other interpretation of this that the Lord's beginning to show me. But for now, we're going to stick with just what the word says in black and white without any interpretation. God said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. He said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. We have to understand that in our own strength, we can't go against the devil. Grace that we use the weapons. It's in his grace that we command the devil to bow in Jesus name. It's only by his grace. It's his grace that empowers and backs up our spiritual warfare. It's his grace that's sufficient for us. It's his grace. He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is perfected in weakness. My grace, my empowerment, my strength, the gift of undeserved grace is all you need. God said, my power is strongest when you're weak. It's in your weakest moment when you feel like you can't do it anymore. It's in your weakest moment when you feel like you just want to give up. It's in your weakest moment when you just want to lay down and die. It's in that weakest moment when his grace kicks in like mega grace, pop. When you get to the end of yourself, when you realize you've done all you can do, you have the grace to stand, but then you'll have the grace to fight again another day. You'll have the grace to push back the darkness when you understand the revelation of grace. It was never your strength to begin with. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's always been by his grace. It's not even your deft spiritual warfare skills. <laughs> it's good to have spiritual warfare skills. That's how we navigate the, the, the warfare realm. But it's always been his grace. It's always been his grace. It's always been his grace. And when we lose sight of his sufficient grace, that's when we begin to falter in the battle. That's when we begin to falter in the battle. That's when we begin to falter in the battle. That's when we begin to feel weary. My grace is all you need for my power is greatest when you're weak. It's his grace that backs up the weapons. It's his grace that backs up the word coming out of our mouth. It's his power. It's that same grace that was behind the stone that hit Goliath in the head and knocked him down. A ruddy little boy. It wasn't David that won the battle. It was God that won the battle. It was his grace. We're his battle axe. We're his soldiers. We're just the ones, the weapons of war. We're just the ones that go out in his stead, but it's his grace. My grace is enough for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. It's mega grace. I decree mega grace empowers you in your warfare. I decree that mega grace empowers you. When you don't feel like you can take another step, grace kicks in. Just begin to thank him for it. Just begin to thank him for it. Just, Lord, thank you for your grace. I'm determined to go forth in your grace. I'm determined to go forth in your power. Not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. By my spirit, says the Lord. He said to Paul, my grace, my favor, my loving kindness, my mercy is enough for you. It's sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled, and completed, and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Paul said, therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities, that the strength and power of Christ the Messiah may rest. Yes, may pitch a tent over you and dwell on you. Here's the thing, guys. We get so confident in ourselves. We get so 
sure of ourselves. We get so, I can fight that devil. Yeah, you can fight it in Christ. Oh, I can push back that. Yeah, you can push back that darkness in Christ. It's by his grace. And that's good news. Because if you, if you understand that it's never you, then when you don't feel good, you'll know you can still do it. Let me catch that again. Some battles are easy to fight and we feel like super conquerors. Oh, we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. But the part that we miss is it's in Christ. We're more than conquerors in Christ. And sometimes we leave Christ out of the equation. And we're so used to fighting familiar devils that we just go in the sheer determination of our soul and of our flesh. And we lift up the shield of flesh instead of the shield of faith. And we end up getting knocked down. And we don't understand why we didn't win the battle. We know how to fight. What we lost sight of was that it's never been us anyway. It's only when we're in Christ that we can victor. It's only in Christ that we have that victory. It's only in him that the weapons work. It's only in him that the armor is impenetrable. It's only in him. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? It's only in his grace. And we rise up and we run to the battle line without consulting God. We rise up and run to the battle. But see, here's the good news. If we understand that the victory is in Christ, and even when we feel strong and powerful, really it's only his power that's enabling us. When we understand that even when we feel like we can take the devil, we can, we can, we can throw him down. Even when we feel confident, really our confidence is in Christ. If we can catch that, then we can, when we feel weak, we can, when we feel like we can't take another step, we can, when we feel like we're too exhausted to live our shield of faith we can still win then because we'll still have the same revelation that when we're weak he's strong when we're weak we're never we're, we're just as strong as we ever were when we're weak when we feel like we can't do this we're just as strong as we ever were because our strength always came from him and he's not weak does that make sense so whether you feel strong or whether you feel weak, whether you feel energized or whether you feel exhausted, whether you feel able or whether you feel overwhelmed, the reality is, is that his grace is sufficient in the high and the low. And it's only by his grace that we ever fight and win anyway. Even if we didn't know it was his grace that pulled us through, it always was. Even on the best days of our life on the mountaintop, without his grace, we're nothing. Apart from him, we can do nothing. But when we're in him, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Does that make sense? This is going to help some of you when you start to feel like the warfare is too much, like the trials are too much, like life is too much. When you feel tired in your body or when you feel sorrowful in your soul, when you feel like you just can't keep going, if you'll realize that the only way you ever went forth in the first place was because of his grace and that same grace is there for you even now you'll take on a different perspective I hope that I'm explaining this right so father we thank you for your grace it's all sufficient whether we feel like we can do it or not you can do it so help us to stay firmly rooted and grounded in you not wavering not pulling back but stepping fully in to the assignment that you've given us knowing that you're gonna you might not remove the devils but <laughs> You might not remove the trials. You might not remove everything and make everything just perfect for us every day. But you'll give us the grace to do what we need to do to walk through where the place we have to walk. So we give you praise and honor and glory this morning, God. Because you reign supreme. You are the ruler of the universe. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Some of you need to go take that tactical warfare course. I'm telling you, it's there for you. When you don't know how to fight, that's a problem. When you don't know how to fight, it's a problem. You don't know how the devil moves. You don't know how God moves. It's a problem. That course is still there. We're still working our way through it at schoolofthespirit.tv. It's called Tactical Warfare. 
Some of you need to go sign up for that. Show into souls today if this helped you. Would you please consider doing that? God loves a cheerful giver. You can sow at Cash App, Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give, 754, text the word give, 754-701-2161. Actually, text the word pray. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. So God is good. Listen, if you're part of the awakening fast, you can, if you're not part of it, you can still get to be part of it. We're doing that digital course. It's been fire. I've been really enjoying creating that digital course. I'm a couple days ahead of you. Awakeninghouseofprayer.com fast. If you didn't watch the uh, Prophetic Awakening kickoff, the critical message for the body of Christ, um, that's on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Leclaire. So get on my mailing list. That email is going out later this morning, jenniferleclair.org, or text the word prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, to 555-888. So pray for me today as I pray for you. Have a great day, guys. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.